It also is not any different for the Republic. This is, of course, not only evidence that things have to be that way, but it is only the illegible for the entire state's untenability, that is, inability to be defended, in which we ended up, for it is the untenability of a certain manifestation of the state as to why one probably proclaims such a state to be attacked by its own citizens, allowing it to decay, that in this state then three, ten, twenty, thirty, forty political parties fight each other, and not about daily goals, but fight in part over problems that are about the main basis of this state, where one says I am a Republican, the other I am a monarchist, I am a Bolshevik, the other I am a communist, another who, illegible line, I am an anarchist, and so on. In fact, they battle against this state's basic principles of existence. It is impossible that such a state can endure in the long run, which has its inner workings already torn apart in such a way. It does not matter whether this is a monarchy or a republic. That's why the German monarchy was once just as non-resistant as nowadays other republics, which are also being destroyed by the same phenomena. The officer cannot master this problem. That much is certain. He is not in a position to give up his pedestal. He will always have to honour one specific government. When, however, this specific government is not equally accepted, then he is vis-à-vis in relation to his followers standing totally disunited against them in judgment, something that was supposed to be the duty of the officer. Therefore, it is, however, very clear that if a solution is found for such an issue, and in fact a reasonable solution, that this situation is then, I would like to say, the most blessed the officer could possibly have wished for. Because if this problem is being solved like that, that the government and the political parties are totally identical, that the government represents one specific political ideology which cannot be negated, agreed with, or attacked in any way by its citizens, that would put the officer in the best possible situation, because he can then freely and clearly voice his opinion. At the very moment he commits to this state, he is of course committed to everything that the state represents, and he can freely identify with the state's ideology. This is now the case today. It is entirely self-evident that one colossal movement is not simply evident to everyone, especially when he is professionally or publicly committed to superficially take a particular stand about those things. But, my dear generals and officers, this question has long been decided. It has been decided in a few countries. It has been decided in a fascist country. He may be referring here to fascist Italy. But it was not thoroughly implemented there. You were all able to experience the consequences that arose from that. A fascist country on one hand, one side still an absolute communist lower class, third, a royal decorative image as a cover over it, and in between the armed forces that did not really know where they fit in, and lastly, a total collapse of that country. This problem has been totally decided in Bolshevist Russia, line illegible, the officers take an unequivocal stand on the points that refer to the country, and as such, of course, have a clear understanding of their relationship to the country, a totally clear relationship. In Germany, this process was unfortunately interrupted too quickly by the war, because you can be certain that these courses that are taking place today would probably never have had to take place at all if the war had not broken out. Instead, the officers, as well as all other soldiers' education, would have taken place in a timely fashion, step by step and in unison before they entered the forces. That would have been implemented step by step, 
and in a procedure that I would have deemed correct, namely, without breaking porcelain, meaning without destroying the good things, slowly but surely to reach the determined goal. Now we do not have any other choice in this fight than to catch up on whatever can still be made up. As such, I believe that the task of these courses is to express these things that are not so suitable for general propaganda meant for the people. Because they, I would like to say, internalize the problems. That's why it often is not necessary to voice these to influence the people. I could work out the consequences of the propaganda for the people without going into specific details as to why I have to follow a specific path. That I do not have to share.' 